Minneapolis, 911. What's your emergency? It's another episode of Minneapolis 911. Welcome to today's show with your host, the mayor of Minneapolis After Dark, L.A. Nick. And along with him is beautiful and hilarious co-host, comedian Tesley Ray. They'll be bringing you the 411 and 911 of our beloved city. It's L.A. Nick. Welcome to Minneapolis 911 with comedian Hesley Ray and myself back. Uh, you've been in New York all week, huh? I was in New York this weekend. It was so fun. So- except I had like one weird incident where I was on the corner. You know, I was visiting a friend in the Upper East Side. And these two guys walked behind me. They're like you, young kids, you know, like probably in their teenage years. And I felt something hit my back. And, you know, they walked by nonchalantly. And then I like reached back on my sweater and pulled off this gummy black thing. I had the weird Minnesota compulsion to smell. I'm like, is it? poop i don't know what it was what was i don't know it didn't have an odor and it was just this black gummy thing that they threw and stuck to my bag did you taste it i i wanted to but then i felt like that was going too far i I wanted to ask you did did you feel safer walking around new york city than you did minneapolis this is great because i did spend the entire weekend in new york city so manhattan upper east side i went to you know the the village i went to brooklyn i was everywhere i went yankee stadium everywhere now Outside of the gummy black substance that I don't know what it was. Right, but it was it was kids. But it was kids, right? Outside of that circumstance, I never once felt unsafe, except when I was leaving the Yankees stadium after they, they played the Mariners. After I was leaving that, I saw a bunch of NYPD outside of the stadium with AK-47s. They're all dressed. Then they have these big black sunglasses oh, on. It's very scary. Yeah, we need and that. And so I walked out there, and I was like, well, that's terrifying. Well, but everyone else around was like, care. you know what? You don't mess with New York City. That's right. Right? And, that's what, they, and, and they didn't, and I never had an and issue. That's why, and that's why they don't have crime in their tourist areas. Right. That's what, And that's the mistake Minneapolis has. You know, Every city has a bad neighborhood, but the crime stays in the bad neighborhood. The crime doesn't stay in our bad neighborhood because we don't have that intimidating force. I suggested a long time ago get all the cops in black leather with Doberman pinchers and have them with dogs or German shepherds and have them on the corners all through our entertainment district. And it's intimidating. And guess what? It does work. It and in, works, in a man. way, you know, I was in New York Times Square too. Like they had all the Mounties there, you know, yeah. ready to go. Like That's there's right. nothing. It's a and, real city. And I actually, I never once felt unsafe. You want to know why? Because it's a grown up city and we're a little baby city that hasn't grown up Aww. yet. It's true. I feel so cute. We're a little baby city who has big growing pains right now, and our leaders don't know how to, they don't know how to do it. They don't. They don't know how to do it. They, you know, we should maybe follow the Giuliani code then, where that he, he actually instilled a lot of these policies. That's right. Where, and you know, and yeah. what, and our, but our city's doing the opposite policies. Ooh, I can't wait to get into those. They are. I mean, we, we they've made misdemeanors, ticketable offenses, you know, and you, you can just say, I have no ID, and they have to let you go. But they did just make urinating and drinking in public legal in New York City. So that, well, that they, they yeah. did do that. because And the only reason they did it is because they had so many people doing it, they couldn't arrest them all. Do 
Do you think that black gummy thing that hit the back of my sweater was actually like somebody's urinating? I don't. Then they had a kidney failure well, problem. What, what, wait, what, 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 what the kids look like? They were just normal, like skater-looking kids. You know, like just like normal. Yeah, it probably was. They probably pulled a piece of tar off the side of the building. I'm sure they did. But then, why me? What did I do to them? Nothing. You know, and I like. I hope they're listening right now. Just being kids. What did I do to you to deserve that? So I wanted. I wanted to ask you this question because this is a big thing going on in Minneapolis, and I want to know: Does New York City do they have transgender bathrooms? I did not notice any. Transgender bathrooms There's, at all, or, or, or unisex bathrooms? No, I didn't notice any of that. None. So it's male and female. I, I did. Yeah, I I only noticed male and female at the airports. You know, you always notice like the family restroom, right? Um, but well, yeah, no, I didn't notice any any separated bathroom because that's a big issue in in our, in, our, in our community right now. Is this transgender bathroom thing? Which, I mean, I actually personally know a couple of transgender people. And to me, if you didn't say, if you didn't tell, nobody would know. Like the two that I know, they look like beautiful women and nobody would ever know they weren't women. So why have a transgender bathroom? They can walk in any woman's bathroom As and a not woman have an myself, issue. so if a, if a transgendered female yeah, walked how, in yeah, how do you feel? Like, to, what, what do you, yeah. Okay, so, so let's, let's pretend. I, I come out of the stall and I see this beautiful woman who I think may have a penis, right? And then she goes into the restroom and uses her penis to pee and comes out and we talk about makeup. I'm probably going to be happier that she's there because she's going to help me with my appearance more <laughs> than if it was like a regular... You're probably right. They're good you know, at it bitchy other woman. They're probably going to be more helpful. So I I would like them to be in my bathroom. I don't see the point of having an independent transgender bathroom. I just... And then I think from the male perspective too, like, okay, let's say I one day was like, you know what? I identify as a male, which I'm sure everyone would believe completely. But let's pretend this happened. And I walked into the male's restroom and stood next... To a urinal with you and I had like a tube or something. But that wouldn't would, happen. I, you wouldn't do that. You would, would go into a stall. I would go into a stall, but like, let's pretend. Would you be so traumatized no. that you would have to never go to the bathroom again there? No, that's what I'm saying. Think, I, you that's would probably making... be like, well, that was weird. A girl used a tube to pee. Bye. That's and then you go they're about making, your day. You're making a big deal out of nothing. Yes, I agree completely. I mean, it shouldn't even be a topic in the city of Minneapolis. It just shouldn't be. And and people love to get jump on the bandwagon. Oh, we've got to have transgender bathroom. I mean, get the hell out of here. It's just, well, you know what? And then you have people who are then saying, like, well, we don't want abusers going in there. And, like, Whatever. we don't want this. We don't want this happening. The fact of the matter is, if somebody identifies as the other gender, that's their business. And they're probably not bothering you. 99.9% of the time, they're not going to be bothering anyone else. I agree. And I have never had a problem with it. I've seen many transgendered um, females, I'll say, use restrooms that I use in the city of Minneapolis. I've never felt uncomfortable. More often than not, we strike up a great conversation and they give me good skincare products. So... You know, I'm more happy with that than anything. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't think it's a problem. And I think that the press and everybody should, 
Drop it. All right. Uh, I want to get on to our, our something. Some other things that have been bothering me. No, I know. <laughs> like always. Well, oh, I have so many friends that own businesses in, in the warehouse district in downtown. Like most of my friends are business owners downtown. I didn't know you had friends. Yeah, I have a couple. Friends. You do. Yeah, but they all own. Most of them, mostly every friend of, that I have owns a bar. Okay. And they all hate the bike lanes downtown. Like they want them gone. Oh, I hate them too. Everybody hates yes. them. But, and, 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 and I well, like well, to bike. But you know what? And I hate so, them. So everybody, I thought everybody hated them. And then a friend, a bar friend, owner, just posted on Facebook, helped me sign this petition to get rid of these bike lanes. And then a million people attacked him. Like, we want the bike lanes. But even, oh. but even on the city's website, it says less than 4% of the population of Minneapolis uses the bike lanes. True. What, and I think that's probably an exaggerated number. I'm thinking it's more like 2%. I agree with you completely. So right now, right now, they just passed a new six-mile protected bike pass going to be put out put in, in downtown Minneapolis on 4th and, and 7th, 1.5-mile or all the other 15 miles of streets, 15 miles of streets. At $2.2 million, and then an additional $3 million, and nobody wants them. So before the break, let's talk about the nine months out of the year that no one can bike because it's winter. I can't even believe these numbers. I can't either, but let's go to break. $5 million. And then let's talk about it when we come back. We'll be right back. You're listening to Minneapolis 911. We'll be back in a moment. Tired of the big box store? Hello? Is anybody out there? Had it with mom and pop hardware stores? OMG, it was just here last week. Want something just right? That's Buyswingers, your local, larger neighborhood hardware store. At Buyswingers, we have it all. Power equipment, outdoor living, hardware, a place where neighbors help neighbors complete that backyard renovation, paint your home, or just let you know what food that cardinal in your tree wants for supper. Buyswingers, your local, larger neighborhood hardware store with more. 35 West North to County Road 96, exit 28A in New Brighton. Seven Steakhouse and Sushi Bar. Open Tables Diner's Choice Award winner. Seven offers the freshest seafood and the best beef that only comes from humanely grown boutique ranches. Seven is the premier dining and entertainment venue in the Twin Cities. Friday nights, enjoy DJ Mad Mardigan spinning the best hip-hop and R&B. And on Saturday nights, dance to the best EDM and party tunes with Go 96.3, hosted by Miles the DJ in the Ultra Lounge. And Modern Hip Hop with Go 95.3, hosted by Mr. Peter Parker in the Sushi Lounge. Both broadcasting live. If you want the best, it's Seven Steakhouse and Sushi Bar. You want great hair? Join the evolution. Evolution Salon, the Twin Cities' only Lanza Concept Salon. You want great hair? Join the evolution. Evolution Salon has everyday styles, event cuts, color, foils, makeup services, hip, cool, and oh, so stylish. Delivered by the area's top hairstylists that will make you look like a runway model. Finish off the look with great products exclusively from Lanza. You want great hair? Join the evolution. And experience hair culture at Lynn Lake in South Minneapolis. You're listening to Minneapolis 911. I'm Ellie Nick with my co-host, Hesley Ray. And this is Minneapolis 911. I'm Hesley Ray with LA Nick. We left off at bike paths, Nick. And I, you know, I think that you're correct that most of us are against them. I don't know who's using well, them. I have, in the no, winter. I have no problem with bike paths, I have problems with bike lanes. Yes. The paths, they can build all the paths they want. I'm fine with that pass, but, but dedicated lanes and the money that's going into but, it. You know, right now, with the amount of people using them. How many bike lanes are in North Minneapolis? 
I have no idea. I never go there because I'm terrified. Well, I go there and there's no bike lanes. The only reason why they want to put those bike lanes in, the only reason. So Meet Minneapolis, our tourism department, can brag that we're the biggest bike city in America, friendliest bike city Got in it. America. Got it, okay. It's, a, it's such a waste of taxpayers' money. And, no, and I can tell you right now, every bar owner, every business owner downtown Minneapolis does not want them there. And there's a petition going right, right now but the city doesn't they, – they just don't care. They do what they, they think is going to generate people coming here. Tourists are not going to come here and ride a bike. No, I agree with that. Yeah, especially in the middle of our nine months of Antarctica. It's just such yeah, a waste yeah, of taxpayers. Yeah, money. I completely agree with yeah, you there. Yeah. Anyway. So you had some other things that you wanted to bring up, which I was really interested in to, as well. I, I did. So uh, I, I wanted to ask you, are you a UFC fan? So – I'm a UFC fan in the sense that I get caught up in the energy of the fans. So do you actually do you watch it? I've I've watched it um, by proxy. I don't. I mean, do you like I watching? It? I wouldn't make a point of watching two people beat the crap out of each other. See, I I do not. I'm not a fan. I don't like watching it at all. I, I to me, it's just brutal violence. Especially when there's blood squirting out of the guy's face. and It seems a little barbaric. I don't want to see it. You know, like we're in the Coliseum in the Dark Ages. Right. And, I just, you know, I, I we're wanna, all yelling it. and screaming so, over. So yeah. this weekend, I'm in a high-end restaurant. Oh, so fancy. And they have UFC on the TV. There was nobody in there. Except for you and your lonely and, self. And I, you know, I was with Nancy. And, and, uh, <laughs> your one friend. And I, <laughs> my one friend. And I asked if they could change the channel because I don't want to see that while I'm eating. Yeah. No one wants to see and, blood squirting on people's they, faces when you're eating a bloody steak. No. No. I don't. I don't want to see that. No. And, and I had a, it, it kind of, I was surprised how much it bothered me. Like, I couldn't stop looking over at that TV. Well, you're easily distracted as it is. And so if there was, like, a shining light in the corner, I think that would bother you. No, it was bothering but me because I don't want to see content, violence. You don't like the content, and you don't like the violence. Can I ask, what was Nancy's reaction? Was she equally appalled? She was. She hates it. Okay. She, she really does. She hates it. Yeah, you know, so I'm not I'm not into it. Like, like I said, out of any sport type of situation i get caught up with energy and people's momentum and so a lot of people are into something you know like then i don't want to see people hurt i'm excited about that but you're right and how many of those people are brain damaged now who participated in that event right now they're uncovering tonnage in the nfl these players all have brain damage you think and boxers too right do you think that sport's not going to have 10 times more they're getting kicked it's in the terrible. head, not punched yeah, in the head. Yeah, it is terrible. I don't like. I would never don't even order have a it. On. I would never pay for it. I would never want to see that. Yeah, I agree with you completely. So this restaurant, though, they they found it uh, like necessary to to put. Like, did they think they were going to get more so business? Because you said you guys were like the only ones. Well, in we, there. we're the only ones there, and uh, I asked to have the TV, the channel changed, and uh, they said they couldn't. And then, well, probably because they paid a million dollars. No, no, no. It wasn't pay per view. It wasn't oh, pay per view. Okay. And then they said they couldn't. So I said, can you turn the TV off? And they said, yeah, we can do that. Oh. So they turned the TV off. Well, you saved some power then, too. Look at you being all green. I just can't watch that kind of violence and eat. Yeah, no, I don't think I could eat a steak. Like, like, I'm, I'm just assuming you're eating a steak. The times, I've been, I, the times yeah. I've been in a sports bar and was forced to watch it, I walked out of there like literally feeling sick. Right. And you know what? The times I've seen real fights on Hennepin or on on 
when Nick left mall, the same thing. I felt sick. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like, no one wants seeing to somebody see. get beat up. Yep. It, it makes literally makes my stomach. I feel sick. I could not agree with you more. So we're talking about two slightly different things. One is the UFC in general, and two is well, they're both violence. our violence in the city, and then maybe how, how and you think, we're promoting well, do you, it. Do you think? Do you think people? Do you think people who watch UFC that rubs off on them? And they want to go beat somebody up. I know that every time I've seen even a glimpse of it, I feel like hitting you super Same. hard <laughs> in the face. So that's uh, so where you go. <laughs> I I don't think that it should be on regular television. I think you should have to pay for it if you want to see it. I don't. I don't think I should have to flick through my channels and it's right in front of my face. Right. I think there should be a warning. I mean, I don't want. My, I wouldn't want my kids to see it. No, I would never want my. I mean, I don't have that, any kids, yeah. but if I did, no. I would not want them to see that. I do have kids, and I know that if they watched it, they would probably kill each other in two minutes. <laughs> I actually know Joe Rogan, who is the, the big announcer for UFC, and you know Joe's a stand-up comic, and uh, at the comedy store, right? Yeah, and uh, they just gave him an ultimatum. Oh, they gave him an ultimatum: either cut the comedy and the podcast, what? or be on UFC. That's a mean ultimatum. They did. They just gave him that ultimatum. And what, what what would happen if he chose comedy? Would they like punch him in the face? Oh, they're fired. They just don't have oh, a job. He just wouldn't have. A I job. think he he will quit. I think I predicted he will quit UFC. Well, hopefully he will. Because he, he he does great stand up comedy. He's got a great act, and his podcast is one of the top in the country. So I doubt he's going to give those up. Everywhere he goes, he has a kid with it with a with a TV camera filming him, and I'm sure he's trying to get a sitcom so sure. I, I i think he'll quit ufc and that brings us to our break i'm hesley ray with la dink and next up we're coming into our 911 calls i'm very interested oh, to hear. this is this has been a crazy weekend we'll be right back with more minneapolis 911 having trouble getting it up in the bed Relief is now available with no pills, bumps, or embarrassment. Topper Easy Lift is here. With Topper Easy Lift, you can raise your truck bed topper to new heights for easy access and storage of ATVs, canoes, wood, brush, and larger-than-normal loads. Topper Easy Lift can give you the maximum increase of your truck bed, opening from 3 feet to almost 5 feet for easy access from the back or the side. Topper Easy Lift comes complete in a box made of lightweight quality materials. Topper Easy Lift is durable, strong, and easy to install with your own tools. Press a button and Topper Easy Lift's four high-quality gas actuators raise your truck topper. Topper Easy Lift will make your next camping or hunting trip a cinch. Just raise the topper for a portable room, so never have trouble getting it up in the bed again. Get Topper Easy Lift and rise to the occasion. Check this station website for more details and accessories, or click on EasyLiftSystems.com. Get Topper Easy Lift. You'll love it, and the ladies will too. Spring is coming. Get into it with the latest in power equipment. Swingers. My Swingers has mowers that you can really get behind, get on, and cut it down. Push a ride and feel the power of Toro, Honda, and Worldwide. Put the power of a Johnson or steel chainsaw in your hand and get the job done. Whether you trim it, split it, blow it, or cut it, whatever the job, My Swingers has the right power tools to make spring rock. My Swingers, your power equipment headquarters, 35W North Exit 28A in Blaine. Forty years ago, owner Gene Dubois and his friends sat on his granny's front porch step and discussed cars. Matchbox cars. This one? No, not that one. Look under here. That's damaged. This one is dead. Cool. No one else would have seen that. Yeah, this one is perfect. And 40 years later, they're still discussing cars. 
Only now, the cars have grown a little. This one? No, not that one. Look under here. That's damaged. See? This one instead. Cool. No one else would have seen that. And this one? Yeah, that one's perfect. How about this one? Fact is, anyone can sell cars. But to sell quality, inspected cars, you have to know what a quality, dependable car looks like. And when you've got Gene and his team and all that experience, you can't help but win. Star Auto and Truck Sales not only sells you the car, you also get friendly customer service and no-hassle shopping. And because these are hand-picked, quality, mechanically fit cars and trucks, just like on Granny's Porch 40 years ago, you get honest value. Something hard to find in today's world. Star Auto and Truck Sales at StarAutoAndTruck.com. And now back to Minneapolis 911. Hey, it's L.A. Nick and Hesse Ray back with Minneapolis 911. You know, this weekend, I'll tell you, I was glued to the police scanner. I cannot wait to hear. No, I'm serious. Saturday night, I don't know who would ever want to, would, would want to be a police officer. I don't. Their job has to suck. Those really? Are, those gunfire, like, literally every second. Wow. Somebody shot... Like there was, it was a call after 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 call. After call. I'm really interested to look at the report because you had mentioned in a previous episode oh, what, listen, about the shots fired. So go to fired. shot. Go to if you go to shots fired, and we got we're going to get that up on, on on our website soon. If, but if you go to if you Google shots fired Minneapolis and you look at this week's, mm-hmm. it's just going to be a billion red dots because Jeez. it was insanity. I mean, there was a couple of locations: 13, 14 shots fired, fifteen shots fired. I never thought I would say this, but thank God I was in New York City. And did you hear any gunshots? I did not. No. None. None. I know. None. I know. I, I, I'm telling you, New York City, even even lo- you can walk around L.A. all day, all night and never have an issue. You'll never. Except hear- if you're Nicole Brown Simpson. Well, yeah, or, or if you're in South Central. Right. OK. But the bad neighborhood stays in the bad neighborhood. See, there you go. Well, let's, so back let's, to the let's, Minneapolis let's, let's problem, listen, though. Let's, right, let's, let's listen, let's listen to, to our, our first call. clip. Right. And this is a long one. And it's all gunfire. That's a war. We got a war going wow. on. I mean, I'm not kidding you. All those shots were nothing. If I were to record, and they all happened within an hour. That was all between like 3 and 4 a.m. on Saturday night. And that is terrifying. It, it is unbelievable. And if I ever would have kept the record, if I would, I have way more. If I were to put them all in, in a loop like that, we would be here for an hour listening to the shots fired. And, and it, it's amazing. You hear them saying shot, shots activated. So the shot, the shot spotter activators that are on the poles, that's how accurate. Oh, and that's but, how their so website they're, gets they're, populated, no, but see, right? So they, they go sh- shot, spot, shot, shot spotter activated. They go there and find the body. Wow. Like that's how – that's how accurate shot spotter is, man. That is so scary. It, it is scary. We're, Minneapolis is literally in a war zone. It's a, it's a. I mean, I don't. I bet you not. I bet you there was more Americans shot Saturday night in Minneapolis 
than there was in Iraq. Do you think that this, ha- and this is very, it might sound like a very, very dumb question, but do you think it has anything to do with the warm weather too? Like, of course. It's warm weather, so temp- people are coming out. Temperatures go up, temperatures go up, But crime now goes we're up. seeing what's been hidden behind closed doors is we've got a lot of, of armed citizens of Minneapolis or a lot of armed visitors. Of course. It's a nice evening. And I don't know, did you see, did, 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 you see did, did you see Sunday's he- headline? I did not. I'll, show, I'll show it to you. I have it right here, and I want you—I want you to actually read what it says. Here's Sunday's paper, right here. I can't read, so this is going to be a problem. No, you can read this one. All right, so that's Star the headline, Tribune, front Minnesota, page, front page. Northside fueling gunfire surge in city. So our 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 gunfire in this quarter, the number was 85 percent higher than this quarter last year. Jeez. So it, it's escalating, and I'm telling you, I'm warning you, I'm warning everybody. This summer in Minneapolis is going to be a bad one. Do you do you recommend that we? And now we're hearing sirens in the background yeah. from our studio. <laughs> we got sirens in our studio. That's perfect timing. Like they're fire. all coming to get you. <laughs> Shut your mouth. The city council is on to you. <laughs> I I would but, but, say this is 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 what would you recommend until city council gets their act together until we make some some serious changes what do you recommend for the regular citizen of uh, minneapolis stop going out because then our economy no failing. you can't stop going out what you, do we do if you stop going out then the criminals win you know and that safety in numbers does work the problem is like i said every other city in america they they keep the crime in the bad neighborhoods our city council doesn't believe in that they you know First of all, there's a big problem with with Metro Transit. You know, if you're if you live in North Minneapolis or any other place in your own welfare, you get free Metro Transit. I did not know that. Okay. Yes, and they sell them on every corner. Okay. Didn't you ever go to the train station and have a guy say, "Hey, you want to buy a ticket for a dollar?" Yeah, I always thought that was just like a ticket for a cool show. No, it's a train ticket because <laughs> they get them for free. So they get the tickets for free through welfare, and they sell them. Okay. So I think that they sh- and all the kids that come downtown on Friday and Saturday night to start trouble, they all come down light rail. There's nobody on the light rail to check your ticket. So you can just get on the light rail. Good to know. I mean, know. I've, I've rode the light rail a thousand times. I've never been asked for a ticket. Never. Huh. Have, you, have you ever been asked for a ticket? I well, I always have a ticket because you know I'm like a. Good uh, but I have, t- but I have a ticket too. But I've never been asked for it. I yeah, I don't. I maybe I don't fit the profile of somebody who would be asked. Although they ask everybody. But they should have asked you. I would definitely ask but you if I, I was on that train. Like, and if I was in charge, I'd ask I, you first. I always have my ticket. <laughs> right, I would gonna, check it we're double. Gonna, we're gonna we're gonna go to our next nine one one call, and this one this one really disturbs me. <laughs> So that 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 those clips right there scare me. So I can see one insane person or one criminal committing crime. But when you have groups of eight to ten people all in cahoots to to 
They were cutting that girl's bedroom window screen with eight guys. We're going to go in there and do what? How that do you, is very scary. How do you get eight people on that same to mentality? To that, yeah. I mean, does, isn't there one person in the group you're going, hey, this might not be a good idea? Maybe there was, and he was the ninth guy who wasn't then, there, and but then yeah. The, and then the first one was eight people beating up on one person. Well, Jeez. you'd think there'd be one. Yeah, like some some kind of singing mind amid the group. I'm telling you, it's a trend. It's a trend in the Twin Cities of these group, they call them mob robs. It's a trend, and it, it only exists here. I, I have friends all over the country, and I, I ask them, do you ever hear mob robs? They go, no, what's that? And I don't know what started in this part of the country, but it's only here. And it scares me because my gun only has five bullets. For a solution, before we close up tonight, you know, like we're, we're noticing trends. We're noticing a lot of heightened activity that's horrible. What do you recommend that th- a regular person would do I then think we to got, go downtown Minneapolis right now? I think that we have to get that village mentality going and get store owners and shop and club owners and shoppers to take care of their own blocks and, and, and secure their blocks. And you see somebody, you see something wrong, you take care of it. It's very similar to like the Philly and New York City. Yeah, type you take care attitude. of your neighborhood, man. Right. You don't yep. screw around in my neighborhood. Get out. Right. And don't piss on my doorstep. And, and that doesn't happen here. Everybody turns a blind eye. And if you keep, I, I say it a million times, denial solves nothing. And we will fail as a city if we don't get together as a village. We will fail. Well, let's do it then. Let's get together. All right, we'll see you guys next week. This is Ellie Nick and Hesley Ray on Minneapolis 911. You know, I want to apologize to our guest, Mayor Betsy Hodges. Unfortunately, we just ran out of time. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Minneapolis 911. Join us each podcast and catch up with L.A. Nick and Hesley Ray as they give you the 411 and 911 of our beloved city.